Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in Health IT, 2022 is proving to be a difficult financial year for healthcare. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com com slash today. All right. Pulled this story from September 15th, Becker's 2022, the most financially difficult year for hospitals, health systems since start of the pandemic. I think probably shorten up that title a little bit, but that gives you the gist of what's in this article. Let me read a little bit of it. A new analysis from management consulting firm Kaufman Hall and Associates indicates hospitals and health systems continue to face intense pressure on staff and resources while also dealing with rising expenses for supplies, drugs, and equipment and the workforce, according to a September 15th special bulletin from the American Hospital Association. These trends are expected to continue through 2022 with hospitals and health systems losing billions of dollars left unaddressed. These challenges can jeopardize access to essential healthcare services for patients, according to the bulletin. Challenges in the first half of 2022 tested healthcare organizations with the impact of COVID-19 surges, increased expenses, and a lack of relief funding for economically struggling institutions. <clears throat> As a result, the most optimistic projections for 2022 indicate that margins will be down 37% compared to pre-pandemic levels. More than half of hospitals are operating in the red, according to Kaufman Hall and Associates, and forecasts for the remainder of 2022 indicate that margins could be down by 133% compared to pre-pandemic levels. More than half of the hospitals, 53%, are projected to have negative margins for the rest of the year. Furthermore, over two-thirds of the hospitals are forecast to operate in the red with expenses projected to increase throughout 2022, leading to an increase of $135 billion over 2021. Labor expenses are projected to increase by 86 billion, while non-labor expenses are projected to increase by 49 billion. The American Hospital Association president and CEO Rich Rick Pollack <clears throat> said that although federal support and relief have tapered off, the fight against COVID-19 has not. These realities translate into access to services being put in jeopardy. This deserves the immediate attention of policymakers at every level of government to ensure we are able to keep people healthy and maintain essential public services that our communities depend on. Americans simply can't be strong without its hospitals being strong, said Mr. Pollack. All right, so that's the story. Why are we even talking about this? As you know, we talk about the intersection of technology and healthcare. We talk about it because you're talking about it. When I get together with CIOs, when I get together with other health system leaders, they're talking about the financial realities. They're talking about the, the labor increases. They're talking about supply chain issues. They're talking about 
increased costs of the contracts that are coming due, the IT contracts <coughs> coming around. So a lot of the conversation has to do with finances. So that's one of the reasons we're talking about it. The other is, yeah, you just have to know the environment that you're operating in. As I'm reading this story, you know, the American Hospital Association president, CEO, Rick Pollack, he's a professional lobbyist. He's been doing this for years. He knows how to position this. But if I were to give him a little coaching, I wouldn't take the tack of the fight against COVID is not over because the president just said the fight against COVID, the pandemic is over, which is interesting. When I saw the president say that the pandemic is over, that clicked a few things in my head. The end of the health, public health emergency which will trigger a whole bunch of things, right? So the reason we talk about policy is to know what's coming down, what's coming down the pike, what should we be worried about, what should we be addressing, what can technology take care of? When the president says the end of the pandemic, first thing we should think is health emergency ends, health emergency ends, the telehealth subsidies have to be taken care of. If not, those will go away, as well as a bunch of other things. We had some leniencies put in there and whatnot. We've got to take a look at all those things and make sure we're ready for the public health emergency to go away at your health system and have you taken care of it. So Rick, taking that approach, I'll tell you the approach I would take if I were Rick, talking about the difficulties that health systems are facing from a financial standpoint. It's probably the second paragraph and really focusing in on the the challenge we have across the board with hospitals closing, with financial realities hitting health systems, and that will lead to uh, significant challenges in those communities. In most cases, those are the biggest employers in those communities. This is an election year. I would play that card pretty heavily. But anyway, we want to talk. So I would play this a little different if I was Rick. But from an IT standpoint, what do we need to know? One is, If there's any way that we can be a part of the labor expenses and bringing down the labor expenses, we should be thinking about those projects. Number two, the labor strife. We have 15,000 nurses on strike in Minneapolis. If there is something we can do to alleviate the, the burden on clinicians, the increased burden that started at the beginning of the pandemic and has quite frankly continued for the better part of two years, those are projects that we should prioritize at this point. Otherwise, we're just going to see a continuing rise in the number of unionized union activities at the uh, health systems. We're going to see a rise in strikes, and this doesn't benefit anybody. So you want to get ahead of those things, and quite frankly, until you alleviate, you know, I mean, hear the concerns, alleviate some of the concerns, that labor strife is going to continue, and that expense line is going to go up, and it's, it's it, we're not going to relinquish that whole line. Right. So it will it will it will hopefully get to a new norm and stay there. Non-labor expenses. We've got to think about supply chain. We've got to get ahead of our projects, stay ahead of our projects, plan accordingly, get the equipment early on in the project if we can. Those are just some of the things that are that non-labor expense. There's obviously some other things. The contracts. If you have not, I, I heard a great presentation from a CIO recently. And he was talking about his first, I would say, three or four months in the job and how they found every contract. They put it on a calendar. They uh, knew when they were coming due. 
they gave themselves at least three months to renegotiate the contracts if they were going to negotiate the contracts. They looked at all the services that they had contracted for, which ones were they using, which ones weren't they using. That exercise should be going on right now. You shouldn't just assume that, hey, every all these contracts are going up because of, because of inflation, therefore we should expect that and, and we should just take that. You should really be looking at these contracts very closely. And if I were a CIO right now, that is one of the things I would definitely be keeping a close eye on. So the economy plays a role. We live in the economy. And and part of the job that they're looking for IT and technology to play is to alleviate some of these problems. And so that is really the message for today. And that's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com. Or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, you get the picture. We are everywhere. We want to thank our channel's sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Site Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now. <laughs>